welcome to the latest podcast episode from Future Medicine AI Hub. I'm Emma Hall, the editor of Future Medicine AI Hub. Today, I'm joined by Namshit Khan, who is head of computational research and AI at the Milner Therapeutics Institute within the University of Cambridge. Namshik aims to develop new AI approaches and facilitate access of partner pharma and biotech companies to cutting-edge computational technology in order to discover new or improved therapies from analysing biomedical big data. Thank you for joining us, Namshik. It's great to have you with us. Firstly, please could you provide a brief overview of your career to date? I started my career in computer science, so I did my undergraduate degree in computer science. And then I just got into very interesting kind of idea. And also I'm really interested in biological or medical data sets. So I started my master's degree in bioinformatics or computational biology. So that's what all about kind of prediction of the protein structure. Nowadays, uh, DeepMind make this AlphaFold and some other kind of academic groups also made a really nice tool to predicting protein structure. But when I did my master, that wasn't there. So I think we put a lot of effort to understand this kind of prediction algorithm. And then I just got into more functional stuff so that I studied about my PhD, how to really utilize this kind of sequencing data sets to understand the functionality of a protein or gene. So at the time, I actively developed a number of uh, kind of mathematical tools that combine or integrate two different type of uh, sequencing data sets. So for example, studied about microarray with a chip-chip uh, kind of data set on lung cancer patient to understand what kind of transcription factors actively uh, regulate some set of genes to make a difference between the cancer patient and the healthy people. So that was uh, my PhD. And then since after that, I really wanted to understand more about biology. So I shift a little bit towards to the biology. And I really working with a lot of biologists from my first postdoc. So that's all about the genetics at that time. So when I started my postdoc, there was a boom in next-gen sequencing. So RNA stack chipset uh, came out. And then my day-to-day job is to analyze and set up some kind of standardized pipeline to analyze this next-gen sequencing data set, which was really challenging. But I learned a lot. And as I said, I just uh, decided to move into biology. So I move into real biological labs and then I really learned a lot about biology. After that, I felt like I wanted to understand more about epigenetics. So that's where I started my second postdoc. So I worked on number of other type of uh, omics data sets, for example, methylation data and some kind of high C data to understand chromatin structure. So I studied heavily on uh, non-coding regions as well. So that's where I stopped my kind of training. And then I got an opportunity to set a lab in the Miller Therapeutics Institute in Cambridge University, where we are actively developing noble technology, AI technology, deep learning technology for drug discovery research. So we are actively using multi-omics data sets to understand the disease mechanism of a specific diseases. And then we try to understand biological role of a protein or genes to understand which could be the drugable protein. And then also we actively using some kind of computational simulation program to identify some certain chemicals 
that could inhibit those proteins. So this is where uh, I'm working on. And also beside of this, my academic career, I'm really interested in working with the biotechs and global pharma companies. So actually in my academic lab, we are actively working with those industrial partners, but I just decided to make my own company. So uh, two years ago, I started a new journey in biotech. So I co-founded actually a startup in Cambridge called Cardiatech. So this is AI drop disorder company specialized in cardiovascular diseases. So as you may know, cardiovascular is one of the main area where we have a lot of medical men needs. We believed AI technology can really bring in some noble way to develop and identify drugs. So that's why we are starting journey. Amazing, thank you. Could you tell us a little bit about why you founded, is it QA? Oh, QAI and also Acadia Tech. So I yeah. have two startups. So I will give very quick introduction. So QAI is a US-based startup company. This is again using a lot of AI technology, but this is more focused on immuno-oncology drug development, particular NK cell therapy. So this is in collaboration and this has been co-founded with two other colleagues, one in Cleveland Clinic and the other one in Mayo Clinic in the US. So uh, this is really the company that trying and identifying some noble target in immuno-oncology space. And Cardiatech is another one that I have, as I just introduced, that's based in Cambridge in the UK. And this is more for cardiovascular disease. So... All in all, the reason and the motivation that I started this kind of startups is like when I running my academic lab, as I said, I worked with many different academic collaborators plus like industrial partners. So we are AI drug discovery lab. So we are actually actively using this kind of so-called big data. However, we are not generating any big data and we just getting this data throughout these collaborations. However, uh, what we realized is like we actually need our own data sets to secure the quantity. So we definitely we need high quantity, but also the quality is equally very important. So what we really wanted to do is like we are actually generate the high quality and high quantity multiomics data sets. So for example, in Cardiatech, we are AI of this company. Actually, we are spending a lot of our funding into the generation of multiomics data sets from human heart tissues. So this is one motivation. And actually, in the end, what we what I wanted to do is like we I wanted to bring real differences in terms of drug discovery in this way to making a real multiomics data and also developing a so-called bespoke AI technology for these multiomics data sets that facilitate the drug discovery process. Also, we might have a chance to really identify noble drug that we never thought about. Thank you. How and why is using AI to unveil new disease pathways and mechanisms unique in drug discovery? So, um, I mean, AI can be used in many ways in drug discovery, like in our life. AI is a really powerful tool and uh, really helpful. In terms of AI in drug discovery, it's like many people think about, oh, AI can be helpful to reducing the kind of time of entire process. 
and also it might reduce the costs as well. I mean, that's really true. And many companies, many scientists are working in that way. However, going back to your question, so the true kind of benefit of AI in drug discovery is like, it is kind of identifying something really noble, meaning there are a lot of medical men needs, even in cancer or some other areas. So, I mean, to be honest, a lot of drug being approved by FDA is not really perfect, means there are a lot of different kind of problems, but one is like a, some drugs have really small proportion of the uh, responders. So that's kind of the problem. So I think we might need a chance to develop better drug, means a drug have uh, much more uh, responder groups. And also still there are some kind of cancers or some disease areas, there is no drug at all for this specific disease. So I think we really need to working on more innovative way to identify truly novel drug. So the AI can do this. Already we saw this uh, kind of stuff in other engineering fields. The AI can bring in something truly noble idea, truly noble findings. So what I believe and hope is like by using AI, we can really understand this kind of uh, biological mechanism in more unbiased way, unsupervised way, so that we might have a other chance to identify a noble pathway, noble drug that we never thought of before. Thank you. What is one of the most interesting and promising drug discoveries your laboratory at the Milner Therapeutics Institute has made using AI? Sure. I mean, there are a number of things and most of things with the industry partners are not really the one I can freely say at the moment. But I think I can give a quick kind of example. So one of the things recently what we done was kind of COVID drug repurposing which was really academic project with number of other collaborators. So as we suffered under this kind of pandemic and this kind of RNA virus, so my lab decided to working on this kind of specific disease. And then uh, we choose the drug repurposing uh, as a strategy because it's much faster than the conventional novel target discovery. And I think at that time, while we're suffering like uh, early 2020 or, or 2021, we really need kind of rapid response to COVID. So uh, we choose the drug repurposing. And then also we believed if we're using AI in drug repurposing, we even further reduce the time to develop a drug. So drug repurposing project has happened in March, 2020. And then we finished in five months time, which was incredible because this is collaboration between two wet labs where we validate in the kind of SARS-CoV-2 infected cells and including those experimental validation, it only took five months. I think COVID brought number of problems, but also that kind of brought us to some kind of new way of working and collaboration. So this was really a fantastic opportunity to learn this kind of new way, way of working. Anyway, so COVID repurposing, we using AI technology to check all the FDA approved drugs, it's nearly 2000 drugs. And then we finally identify 200 drugs and then using some other technology, we further down to analyze uh, those 200 
kind of promising candidate for COVID, and then we identify only five, and then we put that into the wet lab validation in two different cell lines with SARS-CoV-2 infection, and then we finally confirmed two of them are very positive. So this is one of the very promising and quite exciting and most recent kind of example that I can say. And also we are working with a number of other projects, for example, in cancer. So in our university hospital, there is a kind of clinical trial is going on for uh, renal cell carcinoma, the kidney cancer. And then, as I said earlier, this drug also are not really perfect. So this is having only small subset of patients to respond to this drug. So we the purpose of this kind of project was to identify some kind of combinational therapy that kind of support this existing drug to having a better efficacy. So having more responder groups. So actually we worked on number of different multi-omics data sets. Firstly, understand this kind of existing drugs efficacy and the mechanism of action. And then by understanding this, we provide some other candidates for the combinational therapy for this drug. Thank you. And finally, if you could pick one thing, what would you most like to accomplish in your lab within the next five years? Oh, next five years. That's a very good question. So many, many computational approaches, AI approaches emerging also in molecular biology. There are also a lot of uh, things going on. So it's quite difficult to predict for next five years, but what we wanted to do more is like, we really wanted to combine the structural stuff and the functional stuff together. So in drug discovery, either of sides is equally important. So firstly, we need to understand the role of protein uh, in the biology, but also later stage, we need to understand the structure of this protein to properly develop a drug. So this is where I'm working on and my lab is going toward to more structural side, plus like a medical imaging data set is really valuable sets. So uh, it's the most invasive way to kind of exam the patient. So, I mean, this is one of the very important kind of data set, the imaging data. Actually also in AI world, the image data is the one most popularly used. There are a lot of good algorithms already being developed. So, I mean, my lab wanted to a little bit working on, also this is a medical imaging data sets that can combine and integrate it to kind of molecular biology, like a sequencing data set together so that we can make a proper uh, integration with the structural stuff, functional information, plus the imaging. So that may uh, deliver some kind of differences. Thank you so much for speaking with us today, Namshik. It's been really insightful to hear more about computational AI approaches and how they can help advance drug discovery and development. Thank you also to our listeners, and if you would like to hear any more podcasts like this, please head to www.fmaihub.com.